This is Talking Points, a podcast of the Superintendent Radio Network, and this is a podcast about airification. I'm your host, Kyle Brown. This is another in our series covering important topics in the golf industry, so superintendents are more prepared when talking to board members and players. Fortunately, airification usually only comes up a couple times a year, but because of the way it can disrupt play, it almost always causes headaches. Joining me is soil consultant Norm Hummel, who does testing and recommendations for golf and sports turf. Welcome to the show, Norm. Thank you. So many people outside of turf maintenance, they don't understand what airification really does, and it can cause some confusion. So let's just start there. What's the easiest way to explain airification? Clarification is a process done routinely in the maintenance of, of, of golf greens and serves a number of purposes. For one, it's a good way of modifying soils when used in conjunction with top dressing. If you look at some of the older native soil greens, uh, through the years through airification and top dressing with sand, it actually developed a cap of a sand-based mix that ranges anywhere from a couple of inches to four to six inches in depth. And it's a much more desirable growing medium also produces a, a firmer, faster surface. So that's one benefit. An, another reason that airification is done is to manage organic matter. Uh, organic matter is sort of a natural, well, it accumulates naturally just from the, the growth of the plant. As plant parts die, they contribute organic matter to the surface. Uh, maintaining an acceptable level of organic matter is important because in excess, organic matter can retain water, making the surface of the green wet soft, more prone to ball marking, and also more prone to problems like diseases and wet wilts and things like that. So superintendents have to be pretty vigilant at managing that organic matter layer uh, through top dressing and also airification comes into play. Third reason airification is important is that by creating these holes uh, in the green, it allows for better exchange of gases uh, into and out of the green's profile. You know, the roots need oxygen. The only way gases get in and out of the grain is by diffusion, which is a very passive process. And creating these channels that allow air to get into the grain better provides oxygen to the roots. And that's why we often see a burst of growth around the air fire holes is because those plants in in the immediate vicinity of the hole are are well oxygenated. And this is done typically twice a year through the normal airification, but a lot of superintendents are adapting verification practices in the summer just using really small diameter tines or needle tines to what they say vent the grains to help facilitate gas exchange into another grain. And the the fourth benefit of airification is is for managing compaction. Since you know most of these greens now have a pretty good cap of 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 sand on the surface, you know, compaction is not a a, a real serious problem, but uh, it's one that still has to be managed. So those are really the four major reasons why golf course superintendents uh, do and, and really have to verify their greens. So when, when people are a little bit confused about how it works, it sounds like you're saying that it's important to really bring up how it how it makes the exchange of oxygen a lot easier for the roots and just makes the flow of water and other nutrients uh, work better for the turf itself. Yeah, I mean, really, uh, just think a second for, uh, you know, what would a green be like if the superintendent ne- never aerified? And I'd say they didn't top dress either. 
It's never air fried, never top dressed. Uh, I mean, basically, the greens would be very soft, be very puffy, uh, would probably scalp just from routine mowing, be very shallow rooted because basically what little oxygen there is is going to be right at the surface. And really just not the type of a putting surface that's demanded by golfers today. All right. Let's move on then a little bit to the other side of that. Even if a player does understand how it works or what it actually does for the plant, they still don't like to wait for the healing process to happen so so that they can play again. So what are a couple of, you know, maybe one or two of the most important things to bring up when a player is upset about that? You know, one of the big complaints that we often hear of is, you know, why is it done when the greens are perfect? And uh, there, there's a reason for that. For one, the superintendent wants to verify when the turf is actively growing, so it does heal much quicker. So typically it's done in the spring when, uh, you know, we've got long bay lengths, uh, you know, the turf is mowing, you know, pretty nicely at this time of year, at least the cool season, bent grass greens. And, and then again in the fall, and typically it's done from, say, mid-August to early September, uh, again, because it's a time of the year when the greens are going to recover more quickly. And also uh, what the superintendents want to avoid as much as possible is, um, you know, sort of the timing of germination of annual seeds. You know, if you got true winter annual bluegrass on your greens, by opening it up through airification, it might enhance uh, polyamia seed germination. So they, they get it a little bit more into the summer. If somebody's maintaining a bent grass polyamia green, you can go later into the, into the fall, you know, without uh, any consequences. So it's really done at the time of the year when uh, recovery would be, would be greatest. Superintendents can do some things to enhance recovery. One is to top dress in conjunction with, and, and it really doesn't really enhance the, the healing so much as it will help smooth out the surface quicker. If you can fill those holes with sand, you know, the uh, surface of the green will be a little bit smoother more quickly. The other thing to think about is uh, maybe a light application of nitrogen, maybe a quarter to a half a pound of nitrogen per thousand square feet just to stimulate a little bit of growth and uh, help that recovery uh, happen a little, bit, a little bit quicker. Okay. So it sounds like you're, you're saying that, just to point out that we're picking this time of year because this gives the turf the best chance to heal the fastest. Even if it's taking a couple days, things will be even better after. Uh, that, that's right, yeah. And it, you, know, you don't want to do it too late into the, the season. Again, I'm talking primarily about cool season grasses here, bent grass and poanian mm. and grass. Greens. Uh, you don't want to do it too late into the season because if the, the holes don't heal properly, you may end up with uh, damage from desiccation or drying during the winter months. So you really want the greens to be pretty well healed up going into the winter. But there's a couple of other different types of verification that are a little bit more aggressive, you know, like the dry check being one, which is uh, basically a piece of equipment that injects um, a dry, either dry sand or a porous ceramic. Uh, into the green. We see the drill and fill, uh, which uh, you know, literally drills holes into the green, removes material, and then backfills with sand. These type of verification techniques are usually performed when there, there's some kind of a problem, especially a drainage problem in the green, usually mm-hmm. done on older native soil greens. You know, those holes are pretty big, and, and they're going to take quite a bit of time to recover. When, when that's done, the superintendent obviously has a, a, a reason for doing that, and, and again, usually it's a reflection of poor drainage or a superintendent trying to improve the drainage in these older native soil greens. All right. You know, next time we get ready to airify, uh, hopefully we can use some of these tips to kind of keep that process painless for our players. So uh, 
where can people find out a little bit more about airification if they're looking for it? Well, for a superintendent that needs to try to explain to their, their membership why they're doing this, uh, the USGA has actually been very good in publishing articles in the Green Session record to address this very, this very thing. All right. And where can we find out more uh, from you? Um, well, um, information on the services uh, that I offer, and, and, and by the way, I'm no longer in the testing business. Uh, <laughs> my lab was merged with Turf Diagnostics and Design and are now operating as Turf and Soil Diagnostics uh, with my old lab in Trumansburg and their lab in Linwood, uh, Kansas. So I'm out of the testing business but still maintain a uh, part-time soil consulting business. More information on the types of services can be found at hummelandco.com or turfdoctor.com. All right. Well, thanks so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate it. Okay, you're welcome. You've been listening to the Superintendent Radio Network, the podcast of Golf Course Industry Magazine, a production of GIE Media, Inc. I've been your host and producer, Kyle Brown. You can find all of our podcasts on iTunes or the SRN page on golfcourseindustry.com. Talk to us at srn at gie.net or at GCI Magazine on Twitter. Thanks for listening.